Extreme Anime Radio. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Now streaming at twitch.tv slash extreme anime radio with podcasts powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash anime radio. Please note that our live shows are available to view on Twitch for a limited time. However, portions of the audio recordings may be edited prior to podcast release. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio podcast in general. We appreciate your understanding and thank you for your support. Broadcasting to fans of anime and the Japanese culture all around the world. Welcome to the final Extreme Anime Radio podcast for 2020. Hello, everybody. It's me, JR, and it's him, Nef Canuck. It's still Christmas time. Hello, sir. How you doing? All right. I mean, as you say, it is still the holiday season. We are fast approaching the end of 2020. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. Oh, yes. And <laughs> yes, it's like, okay, I'm counting down the hours and the minutes. <laughs> and tomorrow will be the second, mind you. It'll be that bad. It's like, yeah. just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yes, it's been a uh, troubling year, but uh, let's look on the bright side. It is the end of one year doing the podcast. How do you feel about that? When we started a year ago doing a podcast, I was like, how are we going to talk for a year about the various subjects <laughs> with related to the Japanese culture, anime, manga, etc.? And we've actually managed to do it, more or less. Yes. Although this seems to be in our infancy, seeing each other, talk to, talking to each other while we are actually, uh, while everybody else can see us, basically. We, we've been seeing each other online doing these um podcasts and obviously the request shows for many 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 years and uh so i think this is just you know still in its infancy with us on twitch well yeah i mean that whole you know peeking behind the curtain for folks i'm sure is in in my case a great disappointment mm-hmm. not so much in yours but uh you know again it's more like okay now you get to see us the vo- the faces behind the voices and as i say you know it is what it is in my case, but hey, at least I'm somewhat entertaining. Yes. If nothing else, maybe to look at. <laughs> we we have the, well, for me, uh, that's another debate for another time. Uh, we have a question in Twitch. Should we now call it the Extreme Anime Radio Television Network? I don't know. I think we need that more content the- for a television network, right? I was going to say, that wouldn't be the weirdest thing we'd ever been called, but it'd probably be close at this point. <laughs> We're a little early for that. Yeah. Well, folks, uh, it's been a uh, wonderful year, uh, for us anyway, for everything else, you know, the world be as it is, and it looks like things are still creeping down and down before they can go back up again. Um, give Japan, for We're example, bit- they've closed their borders again. Yeah, and Canada has finally said, if you want in, you have to give us proof of a of a negative COVID nineteen test. Oh, okay. Are they are they allowing uh, short term trips? Not at this time, no. Okay, but yeah. I think this is you know part of their eventually because the Canadian airline industry has been, um, shall we say, decimated. Mm-hmm. 
and, and they're desperate. So they're like, come on, you know, let's start things again. And the government's like, yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh-huh. uh, the Ontario finance minister, while the province is on lockdown, mind you, uh-huh. went off on a personal vacation. <laughs> the premier of Ontario found out and he ordered him home right now. <laughs> and with this particular premier, if he, he tells you to do something right now, you better have done it yesterday. So yeah. this finance minister is in a fair bit of trouble when he gets back. Oh, yes. Oh, aside yes. from the 14-day quarantine. Yes. Uh, well, depending on where you are now, uh, it's 14 days are now in New York and many other states here. They're shortening it to 10 days. To be honest, I'm not sure 10 to, 10 to 14, there'd be that much of a difference. Right. I've heard I've heard some places want to go down to seven, and I'm going, uh, I don't like that very much. That That's pushing your luck, I think. Mm. Well, um, again, we want to thank everybody for joining us here tonight or joining us on the podcast. Uh, don't forget, if you're listening to the podcast and you'd like to see all of our ant- antics live and in real time, then uh, be sure to check us out on Twitch. That's twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio. I would like to give uh, kudos and uh, hello to everybody in the Twitch chat tonight. Um, In particular, uh, some of the people behind Extreme Anime Radio mascot Sarah Yoshida, including Zenny Chu and also Emma Castiel, um, who are both uh, watching this evening. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, now, two days ago, for those of you who didn't tune into our random Twitch stream two nights ago, we flew a Hatsune Miku jet in Microsoft Flight Simulator and had a ball of a time with me trying to fly and Neff trying to provide the commentary. Well, I- I'd say it this way. You flew well. This The, the second <laughs> banana commentary. <sighs> But it was fun, you know, when you were trying to land, you know, in uh, Toronto uh, City Airport. I'm City just going, <laughs> he's going to dump the plane in the drink. I could see it coming, you know, because we had the runway set up. It was icy. It was slick. It was just like, yeah, I could just see it. Hey, hey but I, 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 I was flying an amphibious plane, so I could have landed on the water if you wanted in the lake. It's true, but that's usually not where the passengers want to end up. <laughs> There's that minor problem of watch that first step. Mm-hmm. It's a Lulu. <laughs> exactly. Um, but um, something that we did talk about, Neff, during that stream, um, we can touch base on, and we do have an update on that news that we spoke about a couple of days ago, about uh, Studio Kara, the anime studio behind Evangelion. Uh, they're releasing late in January Evangelion 3.0.1. Plus 1.0, plus 6, plus 9, times 2, EX squared. We have to add our little touch to the end. Well, I was going to say plus a square root of pi, but, you know, let's not go there. <laughs> that oh. comes in March. But anyway, um, so Studio Kara had released um, guidelines for people who want to make fan art of Evangelion characters. And uh, they did this in, co- in um, collaboration with uh, a project that they're starting with Pixiv. And uh, we'll just remind uh, everybody of what you said about that, Neff. Well, I'll remind you the exact same way the fool in the closet reminded it to me. Uh-oh. Rule 34. <laughs> and if anybody knows doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'll briefly explain it. Rule 34 says, if you produce it, there's already hentai of it. <laughs> and considering that this Evangelion has been out for a quarter century, mm-hmm. the, the, not only are you too late, the horse has left the barn, but the horse's grandfoal has left the barn. <laughs> so, you know, for them to suddenly say, please be tasteful after a quarter century, no, 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 no. You just wasted your time. Right. Well, I mean, if they had done it from the first... Everybody would have laughed at them and said, you're wasting your time, but at least it would have made more sense. (laughs) Mm. Um, So, yes, the the rules that they had put out, uh, according to the Crunchyroll news, 
Uh, allow fans to create fan art with peace of mind. Peace of mind. <laughs> there are so many things that the fool in the closet would say to that. <laughs> and I'm not letting him out just for that reason. <laughs> yes. Um, you may use video and audio as quotations, but all your content can just be Evangelion based. So in other words, no anime music videos, which were, you know, more popular when we were growing up. I was going to say the the whole anime music video thing, you know, for a time, it was something you looked forward to on YouTube because you'd see what the, you know, what the AMV creators would produce mm -hmm. given, you know, the songs of the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'd go for classic songs. But most of the time it was recent songs and recent anime. But now they're saying, we don't want you even doing that. And I'm going, okay. Right. That's your right. It's your creation. <laughs> but you're really, you know, because sometimes, and I'll say this for truth, there have been shows I would only have watched, but for a music video I came across. And I said, okay, I want to see this original. I want to see the original show. Because the music video looked interesting, and the video and the visuals looked interesting too. Hmm. So, yes, it was it was fun, and then came along the Japanese music industry to YouTube, and like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then all these videos got flagged and everything. Well, it's not only that, but some of the American publishers got involved right. because people were using American songs, right? My favorite, my favorite was one uh, Rosarian Vampire to uh, Elvis Presley. <laughs> really? Now, can you think of the song that they used? Oh boy! I'll give you a hint. All shook up. I don't know. It couldn't be. That. No, no, no. I'll give you the hint. It featured the character Krumu Korono, who's a succubus. What is it? You're the devil in disguise. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of those ones where it was just like they even managed to find footage in the series to imitate the quartet of singers, you know, doing the background vocals as necessary. And I'm going, OK, that takes dedication to watch it that many times <laughs> and to grab that footage. What would Elvis Presley say about that? I think he'd be all shook up, but that's ah. you know, another for another day. <laughs> <laughs> now, going back to Studio Kara, apparently uh, I said there was an update. Today, uh, we have an update in the news. Um, Studio Kara apparently is responding to the many uh, news outlets that have put out um, this information about the guidelines, and they made a clarification. They felt that, quote, the intention has been distorted through various outlets reporting on the guidelines in Japanese. They reinforced their love of the fandom and that they are not prohibiting fan works, nor have they ever done so. Only that these guidelines are a, quote, basic policy so that everyone who is creating fan works can do so with peace of mind. Again, peace of mind. Kara also asks fans to read the guidelines directly. <laughs> So kind of, you know, taking out the little broom. And... No, no, no. This isn't a broom anymore. This is like that giant Persian rug in the corner. <laughs> you know, and just covering it over and hope nobody notices the lumps. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So I found that a little interesting coming out of uh, the Japanese news today. Um, what about you, sir? Uh, what are your preparations like when it comes to... Uh, New Year's. Uh, obviously, we know you're staying at home because you have pretty much nowhere else to go. Um, do you have any plans specifically? Well, I did do the stock up thing, you know, for libation, adult libations. Mm -hmm. um, I did it on Tuesday because I knew that if I waited until tomorrow, mm -hmm. the liquor control board uh, outlets would be completely insane. Mm. Because people always wait until the last minute. And frankly, the thought of standing out there in the cold and the rain, which is apparently what it's going to do tomorrow, right. to get booze is not high on my list of things to do because pneumonia would certainly follow after that. Mm. As to what I'll be consuming, I'll I'll give you a couple of hints, only because one of the one of the things I'll be consuming ended up being a meme recently on social media. Mm. It has to do with a certain hard beverage. Mm -hmm. that's twisted and a tea 
Twisted T, huh? Yes. Uh, I'm sure you've seen the original video. Oh. Where someone was, yeah. That someone, one. you know, shot their mouth off and proceeded to get, you know, <laughs> a can of said beverage walloped across their kisser. Which, hey, that's one way to make them stop. <laughs> right? You don't oh, have to boy. touch the person. You can just, you know, bam, with a can. <laughs> and saying things that shouldn't be repeated on, on a podcast. Exactly. I will never, ever repeat. I won't even repeat those to a friend because I heard, the, I saw the video, I heard it, and I'm like going, oh, you're a charming human being. Yeah. And I'm using air quotes here, folks. Charming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, if there's anything I'm doing uh, for New Year's, it's just going to be probably the same thing. Um, I'll get together with my folks. We'll wait for the New Year to come in. Although I have to see if I'm also going to sneak away to do Animal Crossing because, you know, Animal Crossing, they have a New Year's countdown. So um, that's when all your villagers on the island get together and you ring in the New Year. So I'm wondering if I want to do that, if I have to, uh, you know, turn my clock back once uh, once I have some free time. Or you wait until it's West Coast New Year's, if you can stay up that late. And my work schedule, I go back to work now. My vacation is over after today. So you're back at the you're back at your real job on New Year's Day. No, I'm back at my real job tomorrow and on New Year's Day. <laughs> Oof. Meanwhile, I'm off until the 18th. Right. But of course, I can't really do anything. So it's like, well, I do have a few games I could play. Mm -hmm. uh, a new little toy I have to install on this computer. So we'll see how that works out. Mm -hmm. um, I did have to buy a separate accessory for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, said accessory uh, will not be here for some time. So I might mm -hmm. try it without the accessory. Uh, it's called a 3D rudder, which basically uh, allows you to access the computer with your feet. Mm. Now, the problem for me is my right foot isn't quite uh, agile enough for that. Right. So they so they actually sell an adapter to allow you to use it with one foot. Wow. The irony being that the install instructions clearly state you must have two good hands to be able to install this adapter. And I couldn't oh, wow. figure out why until I saw the installation instructions. And what do they, they literally say? In, they literally involve you cutting this device that you've paid $100 for <laughs> to unleash two bolts that you have to unscrew and then replace with longer bolts and the supports. Oh, great. I'm like, okay, you couldn't have, divide, you couldn't have thought of a different system maybe to do this, but... Mm. So, as I said, once the, I'll try it without the part, and I'll see how bad it is. Mm -hmm. But I'll probably have to get someone at some point, don't right. know when, to uh, actually put this thing together with the adapter and then use it that way. And then uh, I think we mentioned this before, but once you can get this set up, however long it takes, uh, what will be uh, your use to baptize it? Probably Wreckfest. <laughs> you know, because I love demolition derbies. Right. And for some stranger, I just love the fact of, you know, trying to drive headlong into somebody and, you know, in this case, walk away clean. Of course, mm -hmm. you can't do that in real life. You know, mm -hmm. physics is a horrible thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, I mean, so far with Wreckfest, I've used my modified joystick. And the, the, the trick is you're supposed to be driving at somebody and then you suddenly have to basically swerve left or right in the last half a, half a second before impact so that they get your side while running into you head on mm -hmm. like basically they you want them to t-bone you so that their engine gets destroyed wow well i um i'm still uh working off my steam library i played a little more yakuza zero today for the first time in a few days uh i've been spending most of my time at animal crossing though so uh nothing similar to wreckfest unless uh you know, uh, you do certain things with the main character in Yakuza 0, I guess. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Yakuza 0 has its own way of, I guess, releasing stress, shall we say. 
if you're not, you know, in a mood to actually follow along with the story. Right. Yeah. Right? And so, 278 side quests in addition to that. Okay. Th- that's what I've come to really not understand about the modern gaming industry. You've bought a game to play a game. But not only do you have this game, you have this this millions of side quests. Yeah. That don't actually affect the game, but it's just like more content. Yeah. Okay, I guess. But then you end up with things like Cyberpunk 2077, where it's so broken because they had to shove so much into it, as opposed to just making sure that the main, you know, the main quest actually worked the way they intended it to work from the get-go. That's something else we spoke about on Monday. Uh, we have Cyberpunk 2077 lawsuits right now, which apparently uh, have been given the go-ahead to proceed. Well, I think part of the problem for the company was that they didn't use actual gameplay footage. Right. And they claimed it would run on previous generation consoles. Well, I call it, you say previous generation consoles. I'm like, a PS4 is not previous generation. <laughs> like, it, to me, it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, the PS5 is barely out. Right. Because I would say unto you, if you tried or if I tried today mm-hmm. to go to a store, or order online a PS5, mm-hmm. we would get told, come back in about two months, if you're lucky. Mm. So if they claim that's the current generation, great, it's the current generation that no one can play. <laughs> so, uh, so... But such is the state of the modern gaming industry, I'm afraid. Right. Um, yes, uh, so the publishers of Cyberpunk 2077 apparently acknowledged that they received the lawsuit yesterday, and, uh, yes, it's an, it's a whole mess, but who knows, maybe it'll be named a Game of the Year next year after they patch all the mistakes. <laughs> if it could actually get named Game of the Year, but still get sued into oblivion, mm-hmm. I think that would be, like, the ultimate goodbye to 2020. Right. You got Game of the Year, but you got sued into oblivion because it was such a piece of crap when you first produced it. Right. We've, I think we've started a little debate in the Twitch chat now. <laughs> Storyline is sad. Uh, they borked it. Yeah. I was going to say, the problem is there are reports that, yeah, most people are having minor problems, but not game-breaking problems, mm-hmm. which, again, to be fair, is the modern gaming industry. Because... No one can release a 100% perfect product. You know, it's either... (laughs) (laughs) Notice I said about 100% perfect product? Mm -hmm. What happened on Monday night when when you tried to fly and we suddenly had that space that was like a... What was that? A pit or something? Yes, it's it's, uh, Flight Simulator's version of uh, the giant monolith that had been popping up every so often in the world these days. Yeah, so again, the modern gaming industry. <laughs> and again, I come back I come from an era where you had 4K on a cartridge and if it didn't work, you were probably dead in the water. Mm. Like they would come and they would come and burn your house down. So I, I think the modern gaming industry should be thankful that the most they have to worry about is a lawyer trying to sue them into oblivion. Mm. As as you called uh, the lawyers uh Ambulance chasers? Yes, it's like, oh, we, we smell blood in the water. Chomp. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's see here. Um, something I wanted to bring up for you, Neff. Uh, uh, possibly your New Year's meal or not. It's something you brought up to me the other day. Uh, an interesting sandwich, I believe, from Chinese McDonald's. That's right. The Chinese McDonald's produced 3,000 of these special burgers. They sold out in less than an hour. Now, I know people are into the sweet and the savory at the same time. But when you're sweet is an Oreo cookie Mm. or the Oreo crumbs. And your savory is spam and mayonnaise. What's the first thing you think of doing even at the thought of that in combination. Uh, where's the garbage? Exactly. 
or as, and I'll, I'll use the translation that they used in uh, a recent manga I read, the sparkle, it burns. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, post that link. Zenny said she'd try it. Here's the link uh, to the uh, Sora News article about the Oreo Spam Burger. You could actually, in theory, create this burger yourself. Exactly. Because, of course, Spam is easy to find. Oreo cookies, easy to find. Mayonnaise and hamburger buns, easy to find. (laughs) I defy you to put that combination together. Hmm. I defy you to eat that on camera. And I defy you to actually get it down and not have the sparkle (laughs) when your taste buds finally go, screw this. The first thought that I have in my head right now is what would happen if you took out the spam and put in one of those uh, so-called impossible burgers? The problem is with the impossible burger, it's trying to simulate meat. Now, spam isn't trying to simulate anything edible that I know of. Right. You know, it's just basically specious portions of abominations approximating meat. Hmm. That's what I call spam. So to to suddenly put an impossible burger in there instead, I I, I don't see it. I, I just don't. I don't see any better. <laughs> it would be like putting in a McDonald's, like an actual McDonald's meat patty. Hmm. I'm sorry, but if you combine a McDonald's meat patty with Oreo cookies, mayonnaise, and the bun, there's still going to be sparkle in my world. I'm sorry. It looks like... Uh... Did Zenny and Emma accept the challenge in the Twitch chat? I think they both said that they would be interested in trying it. Okay, well, if you're going to try that, I mean, I'd say more power to you because, wow, I, I, I think my, as I said, my taste buds, my stomach would just, no. It'd be Sparkleville. <laughs> but uh, I would... Uh... If I had an opportunity after that to try some interesting Asian fast food items that you can only get in places like Japan, then probably I would take the the challenge. Okay. Challenge, JR. The next time you and I are in Japan at some point in the future, I will find the weirdest food combination, put it in front of you and say, eat it. 50,000 yen on the table right now. 50,000? 50,000 yen right now for the most bizarre combination I can find that's actually sold in a restaurant. I won't, of course, make you do anything off, you know, the side food carts because the side food carts, God only knows. (laughs) But I'm talking in a restaurant, the weirdest combo, bang, you eat it. And no sparkle. All right. Um... All right, um, I tell you what. You put 50,000 yen on the table, and I will put on the table um, a trip on the bullet train back to Uzawa that you took when you were last in Japan so you can have all the sake samples you want. How does that sound? That sounds like it's right up my alley, sir. <laughs> but already there, um, you know, those folks, I think, say they want to do a live stream trying to taste a uh, an Oreo Spam burger. So, With mayonnaise. Don't forget the mayonnaise. Yeah, mayonnaise. Hold everything together. So, Because otherwise the, the cookie crumbs would go all over the place. We may have to, uh, we may have to set this up soon. What do you think? Well, that would make one heck of a shopping trip. <laughs> I mean, Oreo cookies, not a problem. Spam, not a problem. But add mayonnaise and hamburger buns, and something will look at you funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you have only those four things in your shopping cart, they're going to look at you and going, are times that tough? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring it on, Emma says. <laughs> oh, boy. Gluttons for punishment, I believe, is the word I would use. Well, I'm going to write this down. Now I know what the next clip on Twitch is going to be. <laughs> Us talking about this little challenge. Yeah, I, and I'm going to myself. At this point, I'd be going, I think, push it, throwing myself off an RV onto a flaming table 
<laughs> would probably hurt less. <laughs> Zenny said uh, she'll do it. She'll get her sister and Krogan in on it. Oh, no. Oh, God. We're going to have everybody trying this. And I'll say it right now. Extreme on Radio is not responsible for any adverse reactions to such food combinations, up to and including we are not paying for any hospital bills or any cleanup of Sparkle. I was just thinking that maybe I should do another flight simulator stream and then in the middle of the flight, just nom on it. That would cause a lot of problems, I think. Let me put it this way. There, there is a book I read years ago. I think it's called Flight Into Danger, mm-hmm. upon which the airplane movie series was based, mm-hmm. where the pilot ate something that didn't quite agree with them and chaos followed. I think that would be probably where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I just looked up the original article. The article that I shared in the um, the chat was how to make your own at home. So I think those are the ingredients we have to find <laughs> to make the sandwich. As I said, Oreo cookies, not a problem. Spam, not a exactly. problem. <laughs> like It's just buying that particular combination mm-hmm. by itself. Right. If you go to the if you go through grocery store through the checkout line with those four ingredients, if the checkout person doesn't at least raise an eyebrow, (laughs) they're not paying attention to anything. Right. I would uh, I would turn that around. You know, brush that off. Maybe just to have. uh, I'm I'm trying to think if I had this. I think I did in Japan. A matcha McFlurry. Now, McFlurries and Blizzards, I've seen all sorts of weird sweet stuff thrown into it mm-hmm. and some savory stuff. Right. So that's really not an issue. But we're talking about spam. <laughs> the most useless food item that your body could possibly be subjected to. Because at least an impossible burger in theory, in theory, mm-hmm. mind you has some nutritional value. Mm. I, I I have zero confidence that there's any reasonable nutritional value in spam. <laughs> um, uh, Emma says, whole Oreos, and but the pictures I'm seeing that the Oreos are chopped up, I, I don't think it matters one way or the other. Well, I think, again, for ease of keeping everything together, it would have to be crushed Oreos. Because, as I said, the mayonnaise keeps the Oreos in place on top of the spam mm-hmm. and the bun. Right. Okay. So uh, we have a p- potential challenge for, well, you know, it would be a good way to kick off season three of the extreme anime radio podcast, because we had season one, basically the first half of 2020 season two, the second half of 2020, which is going to end tonight. Uh, so, quite possible that maybe something could be set up well i'll say this if i try it i'm gonna have a sparkle bucket handy (laughs) because i'm gonna need it (laughs) well um with that we're going to reminisce on the first year of the extreme anime radio podcast coming up after these messages Extreme Anime Radio is now on Discord. Join our Discord server for the latest news and updates about the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Support the podcast through Anchor at the $4.99 level or higher and receive exclusive perks, including access to our dedicated Discord supporters channel. You may even get a shout-out from one of the cosplayers of Extreme Anime Radio mascot, Sarah Yoshida, subject to availability. For links to everything XAR, including the Discord server and our homepage on Anchor, please visit our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Anime Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. It's me, JR, and it's him, Neff, as we say all Lang Syne to 2020. As we started this podcast, Neff, um, we had just shut down 
running the internet um, music that everybody, a lot, a lot of our fans have grown up and loved for so many years. It was a difficult decision we had to make, but um, I think uh, it's come out in a positive light um, with us doing weekly shows for the most part, um, sharing our love and interests of anime, Japanese culture, and a whole rigmarole of potpourri, if you will. Um, It's been a fun road. Um, And then in the middle of this, we have... uh, the biggest health threat in our lives, basically. I was going to say, I mean, we knew it was going to be a transition when we transitioned away from playing music. And now we're twitching. We just happened. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, and, and, you know, now we're twitching. But, but of course, we didn't know this was going to happen during a global pandemic. Mm. I mean, if you had told me 12 months ago in December of 2019 what 2020 would be like. Right. I would have probably locked myself in my house said, screw this, and not come out mm. during the entire year. Just hide. Right. But, um, so, yeah, at the start of January, I thought that at around this time, I'd be back from Japan, and I'd be talking to you about all the wonderful things that I did in Japan to celebrate Christmas and the holiday season, because usually in Japan, you know, they may not celebrate you know, the meaning of Christmas, you know, that people like me will believe in, but they'll just uh, light up um, everything well and probably in some instances better than uh, the areas, you know, around where we live. Um, and, um, oh, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, you see, the Japanese, when they when they embrace an idea, they tend to embrace it very wholeheartedly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, again with Christmas, with other major holidays that they've embraced, like Halloween, etc., they tended to go, not to the extreme, but to the point where you're like, okay, you've got it, even though, in theory, they shouldn't get it, right? Right. So, I'll say this for them, they they really have gotten to that point with those major holidays. Right. And it would have been interesting to see what you thought, because, of course, if you look at anime... There are multiple instances of shows that, you know, show a bit of Christmas and how the characters interact with it. Some it's only slightly, some it's much more in depth, especially because of the romance angle that they tend to, you know, have around the Christmas holiday anyway. Right. And two good examples. Um, I haven't seen much of the series, but I know it's among the most popular examples. Um, Toradora. Ah, yes, that's one of my Christmas staples that I watch during the holiday season. Three-episode arc that basically, you know, is the turning point of the show. Right. Taking uh, the titular female character, uh, Asuka Taiga, from someone who's slightly annoying to someone who it's like, okay, you understand the motivations. You understand why she is the way she is. And you feel sorry for her because it's like, dang. If you get to that point in your life, it's kind of like, ooh, yeah, I could see where she's like, yeah, she thought she might have had something and now it might be gone. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's all I'll say for anything more would be fear of spoilers. Right. Or you do it the way that Lupin Third did it in two episodes that I also have on my list. Uh, Christmas at Tiffany's and The Slight Before Christmas. Oh, Christmas activities involves Lupin and the gang trying to rob a jewelry store mm-hmm. and not get caught doing it by Zanagata. Right. Right. Uh, the other one, the slate before Christmas, is trying to snatch a fabled bottle of wine. Mm. Not only do they do it and it doesn't work out in the end, but then they end up playing Santa Claus on top of that. Huh. And if you want to know what I mean... It's on Amazon Prime, at least in Canada, Lupin the Third, and those two episodes are there. So check it out. If it's available in the States, I'd say check those two out as well, because it's definitely a fun pair of episodes around Christmas time. Talking about the most recent Lupin or the older ones? No, no, no. This would be the uh, Series 2, oh, okay. which aired, I believe it was 78 to 80. Wow. Okay, cool. Or Red Jacket Lupin, as he's known among the fandom. Hmm. Um. 
The other example that I can recall, and I think I might have mentioned this, um, something that I watched a long, long time ago, Tokyo Godfathers. It's set at Christmas. The movie involves uh, the three homeless people taking care of an abandoned baby and the story behind that. So um, I know that's high on people's lists as well who are at least into the Japanese culture. Well, speaking of that, there's also a more modern uh, series with uh, Christmas overtones. Uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Mm. They they do a couple of Christmas episodes featuring a Christmas play involving the little match girl. Okay. Now, I'll say this. When dragons are playing in the little match girl, things are invariably going to go sideways. Hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's it's a question of, OK, how sideways do they get? My answer is watch it. It's available on Funimation streaming service mm-hmm. and definitely worth a watch. Um, Janai's in the chat room. Hello, Janai. Um, he recommends uh, there's an Adesco Martian success in Adesco Christmas episode. And Cat Girl Nuku Nuku is a Christmas anime, too. And there's one other thing I've one other series I'd like to mention really quick. The problem is this series is on Funimation, but the particular episode is only available on the DVDs. Mm-hmm. From Ayoriyoshi Inishi, the episode bonus is Miyuki or Deep Snow, where the main character, Karo Hanabishi, which turns out to be a dream, ends up meeting Santa Claus. But it's not Santa Claus per se, it's the Aoi Sakuraba dressed as Santa. Huh. Now, the episode starts off in a funny way because he's woken up by her, freaks out because, of course, his door has been locked. How the heck is this person in his place? Mm. He then proceeds to run out of his place. Right. Go downstairs, go flying down the stairs, you know, because he misses a step, of course. And tumble, 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 poof. Where does he poof into? Okay, hold Dual on. Dual airbag. <laughs> and I think I just broke JR with that description, but it was the only description I could use on air. <laughs> I, um, what? I was going to say, he's shaking his head at me. He thinks that the, you know, fool in the closet got loose. But no, it's actually that bad <laughs> and funny at the same time. Well, it's 2020. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, I remember watching Ayoriyoshi and the uh, the second season a long, long time ago. And I can't remember if I've seen that uh, OVA. As I said, as far as I'm re- recalling, at least as of last year, right. when I checked last year, uh, it was not available on the streaming service, that OVA episode. Mm-hmm. They may have added it this year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I always rely on the DVD for that particular episode because I know it's there. Mm. All right. I'm not going to ask Sabeta's question. <laughs> um, I will. Upper portion. Okay. <laughs> That's why I said dual airbags. You know, <laughs> there's a particular reason. And I'm holding up two fingers here, folks, for those of you on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, oh. Well. Anywho, um, it's time to almost say sayonara to 2020. Um, I know that we're probably going to have the biggest bucket of water uh, known to man, or at least we have in the house, because it's our tradition in New Year's to quote unquote throw out the old. And so this year we we gotta again, like I said, find the biggest bucket in the house, or you know, just uh, rent the biggest water truck that we can just uh, d- dump the contents out onto the street. I, I was gonna say, find the bathtub, the bathtub in your house that you least want, and just fire it and the contents out the door (laughs) but um but yes it's been a wonderful year at least positive for us in all these circumstances that we've been through this year um we've advanced Uh, we've gone from 
audio podcasts at the start of this year to uh, literally in the last few weeks of 2020 going to visuals. Um, the latest step being my background, which I installed the uh, pretty recently. Um, I was going to say your background may not be technically seasonal, but it is quite <laughs> impressive. Nonetheless, I tried to find a new year's Eve background and nothing seemed to, to match. Uh, I had, uh, I had one with, uh, you know, the new year's, um, Eve buildings in times square, but they had people standing in the middle of them. I'm like, that, that wouldn't look too good, you know? Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'll be curious to see what most of the major networks do this particular year for New Year's Eve. It's going to be all of, virtual, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, in previous years, especially Times Square, it was shoulder to shoulder. Not insanity, but well-controlled insanity. And this year, nothing. I, I suspect zero. Right. Um. Somebody asked in the chat, will you stay up or do you stay up for the first sunrise of the new year? Typically, I don't. Actually, I don't at all. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, the chances of staying up, I, I'm at the stage where it's like, no, no, I can't. Right. Unless I went to bed at, say, nine o'clock. Right. Missing New Year's, but then being up for the new, for the, yeah, just... Right. The closest I've been to like a Japanese celebration for New Year's is that time a few years ago when I stood in Times Square and the clock struck 10 a.m. on New Year's Eve, which would be uh, midnight in Japan. And they do a ball drop to celebrate Japanese New Year. The, the ball, they're actually going to drop in Times Square at our stroke of midnight they do it as a test run to make sure that the ball drop is working. So they do it every New Year's Eve at 10 in the morning. Um, and we do Akemashite Omoreto Gozaimasu. I believe that's what it is. Or no, no. Shinen Omoreto Gozaimasu. That's what it is. Mm. I, I was going to say, I mean... I'll be curious to see what, as they say, they'll do. They'll probably do the ball drop, the test, and the real ball drop. Mm-hmm. But all we're going to be able to say is goodbye, twenty twenty. Don't let the door hit you where it split you, right? And never come back, <laughs> ever. Just to correct myself, um, you can't say "akemashite omoreto gozaimasu" or "shinen omoreto gozaimasu." It kind of has the same meaning. To wish everybody a happy new year. Um, but uh, one of the very popular things to do in Japan, which is obviously not going to be done a lot this year, uh, pray at your local shrine, which they're telling everybody, if you do that, try to space yourselves out over the first few days of the year just to protect everybody. Um, but something that I'm sure people will do privately or possibly in smaller groups is to pray to the first sunrise of uh, the new year. Um, very popular tradition in Japan. And in previous years, what um, a couple of airlines have done is they actually take paying passengers and just fly them in, in like loops near Mount Fuji so that they can witness the first sunrise from the air. Hmm. Well, that would be that would be one way to do it. I'm not sure I'd like to be awake at that point in the morning on an airplane. <laughs> Normally, at that point in the morning on an airplane, I'm usually zonked out. Right. <laughs> um, what about so. the running from the temple gates to the shrine? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's put off this year because of COVID, but I know what he's talking about. There's a shrine, I want to say, in central Japan somewhere. Um, where there's this lucky man contest. So you run from the temple gates uh, through the precincts of the temple to get to the main shrine, and the first person to get to the shrine is called, quote-unquote, the lucky man of the year. So it gets a special Hmm. prayer from the priests there. Interesting. (laughs) 
So it's basically, uh, you know, like the 100-meter dash, but inside um, uh, a Shinto precinct. And now I'll... Great. Now all I can think of is Usain Bolt, you know, zipping through a Shinto shrine. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If I look it up um, real quick... um, The Lucky Man Foot Race. That's what it is. Uh, Nishinomiya Shrine. That's where it is. And that's where they do um, the um, the race every January. And again, I'd, I'm not sure if they're going to do it this year because of uh, the COVID restrictions. Unless they, you know, they kind of do it like those Tour de France time trials and they just time every single person who runs through and take the fastest time. But that would be kind of complicating things, I think. Well, that might end up sort of like the polar bear challenges, which a lot of people do on New Year's Day. A lot of it's gone virtual, Mm. to which I say, I think it should always have been virtual to start with, because the whole idea (laughs) of dunking yourself in freezing cold water on New Year's Day Mm. is about, uh, I'm sorry, it's about as smart as hitting yourself on the head with a hammer. Right. (laughs) Well, um, again, this has been uh, a wonderful year for us. Um, We keep everything in a positive light. Many thanks to all of you guys watching and listening who've stuck with us through the transition to a podcast and, of course, to Twitch as well. Um, And, of course, thanks to Neff for uh, putting up with this as well. Anything you'd like to say as we officially close out 2020 on extreme anime radio well i'll say this jr you you took the idea of taking us beyond what we were and transitioning into the podcast and switch realm you did it with a lot of hard work a lot of effort i commend you for it as i said i i'm the second banana i'm literally along for the ride you're the one steering this bus or in this case riding this horse (laughs) and getting us across the finish line and you've gotten us across the finish line in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic and for that, I salute you. I appreciate it, sir. Um, I couldn't have done this uh, without the help of many people, uh, everybody who gave uh, support to this, um, Neff included. Um, I also want to give uh, kudos to Zenny, um, who gave us all the input in the world, basically, to um, help bring this idea of arriving on Twitch to fruition. So if you hear us, Zenny, we love you lots and thank you so much for your help. Uh, Mako-chan, a.k.a. Mika Zelda, also has given us a lot of tremendous input and has also participated in a few of our streams. Um, Several of the Sarah cosplayers actually have participated in some of our early streams on Twitch. Um, And I want to give a special recognition to all of the Sarah cosplayers um, and the Sarah artists for keeping the character of Sarah Yoshida going this year, even through these very difficult circumstances. A lot of the Sarah Yoshida artists and cosplayers are getting together to um, uh, help celebrate another milestone here on Extreme Anime Radio because February 1st will be Extreme Anime Radio's 20th birthday. So, assuming I have no plans on February 1st, uh, hopefully we'll have some nice uh, activities, or at least a show, uh, to celebrate this momentous occasion, along with some uh, content from the Sarah artists and cosplayers. So, Neff, that's another milestone we can look forward to now. Indeed. I mean, and maybe by that time, things will be better. We might see more of, you know, the vaccines coming out. I know I didn't want to mention the C word during this show, but, you know, it's kind of like the word of the the word of the year. Yeah, I think we cannot, you know, get away from it. But hopefully by the time we all get together next year at this time, it'll be an unpleasant memory. Yeah, I um, I will go on a limb and say that probably by the time we get to February 1st, the current um, uh, severity of the COVID situation is going to kind of plateau again. I think it's going to plateau by that point. 
it's 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 not gonna go any further up. It's not gonna go any further down. I think it's just gonna be at a point, kind of like when the first wave hit. You're gonna have a plateau for a little while, and then cases will start to go down. More vaccinations will start to go up. Do you think that's a fair assessment? I'd say it's a fair assessment. I mean. I don't know what the schedule for uh, vaccinations is here because right. from what I can tell, we're getting, you know, doses from various sources, but the question is who and how it's still pretty much up in the air. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they call me, it'll be like, okay, here's my arm. You can have the arm. You're not, you're going to get me looking at the arm. I'm just going to just do this. Right. <laughs> and for those of you who don't realize what I'm doing on, on the podcast, I've got my head turned the opposite direction to the way I'm holding my arm out. Yeah, because I don't like shots. <laughs> well, uh, again, we can all stay positive, and then maybe sometime next year, um, if uh, you know, I, I still have a cruise we have to reschedule. So outside of that, um, hopefully back to Japan sometime next year. Don't know when. But sometime next year, the way things are looking is probably going to be in the fall, the winter again. But <laughs> Yeah, and I, I do have now the ability, including the cash flow to hit a few NHL arenas mm. outside of Canada. One I do want to hit. I want to hit T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. I do. You mentioned this last simply, time. Yes. Yeah, simply for the sheer. OK, this is how they do hockey in Vegas. <laughs> Did you hear that, Janai and Zenny? Neff's coming to invade. <laughs> so we'll have to well, get a little get-together once uh, COVID's under control, I think. I, I was going to say, invade, Canada doesn't invade. We just sort of visit. You know, we clean up after <laughs> ourselves. We leave you a gift as we go. Right. <laughs> All right. So uh, with that out of the way, I think... Uh, we go to the closing commentary. Remember, there is no um, extra stream tonight because we did that extra stream on Monday with me flying around all over the place. So um, this is going to be it for tonight and for 2020. So, Neff, one last time this year, the closing commentary. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about anything you've seen on the Twitch stream or on our podcast, drop us a line at Extreme Anime Radio at gmail.com or hit us up using our social media. How do you do that? Go to Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dash dot E-E forward slash anime radio for our Discord server, our Twitter, our Instagram, and our Facebook page, including now our Twitch channel. Which should be listed. It's twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio. Um, one more thing I should mention before we go off the air. Um, we're getting pretty close to the metrics required to become affiliated on Twitch, I believe. I think that's – we're Twitch streamers still. We're getting close to the level that we need to be affiliates with Twitch. So um, I think we need a few more subscriptions, and I think we need a few more streams – and then we will hit the the requirements necessary for us to become affiliated on Twitch. So um, if you like what we do, uh, please go ahead and give us a like or a follow on Twitch. Again, twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio. Um, so that this way uh, we can possibly start the new year on a positive note. And we do appreciate everybody's support. Um of the podcast, of our Twitch streams. Remember, we also have a Discord. Um, if you'd like to support us through Discord, we have server boosts you can do through Discord, or you can also do listener support through our podcast page on Anchor, which is anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Um, if you subscribe at the four ninety nine level per month or higher, you'll get um, privileges in the Discord chat and special recognition. Well, Neff, that's it. See you next year. I knew you were going to do that. You know, I, I couldn't. I, I figured I'd let you do that because if I did it, <laughs> everybody would expect it. But if you do it as the straight man, then we got then we got something there. And remember, 
keep on listening for the Extreme On Air podcast and check us out on Twitch. Good night, everybody, and we'll see you next year. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you in 2021. Take care. <laughs>